as fresh. <laughs> That's gonna be our intro. That's gonna be the <laughs> instead of it's fresh. That's like our production company sound bit at the end of the episode. Bunch of mushy chewing and then just that's fresh. Sounds horrible. <laughs> I'm 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 on board though. I am. Pizza. It's our it's our spicy pizza. I'm. How are we sounding? Are we? You guys sound great. How am I sounding? I'm feeling like I'm peaking a little bit. That feels better. I'm gonna actually. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm gonna. In case. All right. I'm gonna shut the door. Cool. We're going. We're going dark. Buddy, we're going dark. We're going dark, baby. I'll try and lean this way, Andrew, to so see, see you see. when I talk. <laughs> yeah. Isn't there a way to like do it sideways? I don't know. I was wondering that. There should be. No, it's weird. Maybe there is. What is there? Do you want to see that? If we could do the FaceTime horizontal? I don't know. It's fucking... We might be able to. If you go to window... Alright, here we go. Scope that out. Oh. Zoom? Oh, wait. No, go to your window. Go, hover over your little image of yourselves. And then you just click that. Oh, uh, that's sick. Uh, this is great. There it is. This is awesome. Yeah. Now we're now we got Andrew and watch screen. This oh is perfect. Oh my god! I got two boys <laughs> taking up each quadrant of the screen. It's great. Oh boy, Sean, are you recording? <clears throat> I have been for longer than you know. Oh shit! <sighs> I was doing the boys are back boys. in town. The boys are back in town. Yeah, because... Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. We got Tom here. I'm not, I'm not going to mince any words. Tom's here. Dude. Hello. Hey, Tom. Happy to be here. No intro. Tom's friend here. Of the, <laughs> friend of the pod, Tom. Is this our first guest? No, other Tom for Infinity That's War. That's right. We only have... We exclusively have Toms on, on the show. It's perfect. <laughs> That's great. Um, <laughs> special guest Tom is here. Uh, Tom, how are you doing today, yo, yo. man? I'm good, man. Everything's good. Yeah. Excited for the Super Bowl. Excited for excited to be here with my two good friends, hey, buddy, to talk about some films. I'm pumped. Yeah, we got a jam-packed episode today that I insisted we had to cut down some of the things from because <laughs> I was like, "That's insane." But um, but yeah, no, yeah, there, there's a lot. There's a lot, but we got a good we got a good list of stuff. But I like I wanted to uh, like li- like I feel like we should like roll right into it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's yeah. let's get into it. Yeah. So Sean made bagels today, homemade bagels, and those two motherfuckers get to eat them on the West Coast. And I don't get they showed me them before. I just want a bagel. <laughs> God damn it. Um, they were they were delightful. Oh, I kind of burnt the mini ones a little bit though. I got I got a little. Uh, I, I was, look. I'd still bit off bagel in Los Angeles. It's something about the water, you know. Um, I wasn't gonna say. So I wanted to do like. Uh, like uh, like our usual catch-up thing, Sean, because we haven't done an episode in like a couple weeks, right? Probably since Star Wars. Was Star Wars our last one? Yeah. Remember Star Wars? <laughs> oh my god, I, I've <laughs> kind of compartmentalized that much like Game of Thrones after it ended. I was just about uh, to say, so remember sad. Game of Thrones? Remember when we were all were just like, dude, this is great, and this is gonna be great. Yeah, that's fun. Did we have to like sacrifice those franchises to get Endgame and uh, like good movies this year? Because this overall, I think, was a really good year for films. It was a hundred percent. This is a great. I've been I've been catching up on a best in a while. I think. Yeah, <clears throat> last year I want to say was bad. Twenty sixteen in particular, I remember being like, like rough. 
Maybe that was just for like big movies, but well, because Batman v Superman. You had Deadpool though. Twenty seventeen was big. Twenty seventeen was twenty seventeen was good. Twenty seventeen had uh, I think Blade Runner. Maybe that was twenty sixteen. No, that was twenty seventeen. Yeah. 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 Fuck. It was good. Yeah, this is a good year. This is a good year overall. I'd say a lot of a lot of legends were working. Like mm-hmm. you got a Scorsese and a Tarantino mm-hmm. in one year. That doesn't happen often. No. And a lot of like younger the 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 new masters are, who are taking over like had a, a lot of good work like coming out, which is great. Um, uh, but all that being said, like Sean, have you seen any? And Tom, have you guys seen anything in the last couple of weeks? I guess since Star Wars, because I, I feel like I've been seeing a ton of shit like recently. Yeah, I uh, in terms of new movies, um, I don't know if we're talking strictly 2019 or just yeah, anything matter. in general, yeah. but. Yeah, I mean, in terms of new movies, I had seen Uncut Gems, which Holy was shit. excellent. Oh, my God. Yeah. That movie? Obviously. I yeah. forgot I saw that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I was just I was just away for two weeks again. So, like, I, I saw that right before I left, and I had to go to uh, Abu Dhabi in Dubai and was, like, really anxious about it because of everything that was happening in the world. Uh, and then, like, two nights before I left, I saw Uncut Gems, which is just mainlining anxiety, the movie. Oh, God. <laughs> so <I> was, <laughs> like, it really is. It fucked up my system, like, hard, where I was just like, I was like, yeah, everyone's saying how tense and, like, anxiety-inducing this is. I was like, I don't see it. Then there's the scene where he sleeps in his office. And from that point forward, my shoulders were all the way up to my ears. And I was, like, watching <laughs> through my fingers, just being like, I hate this man's life. I hate the choices he's made. I couldn't. Uh, Un- Uncut Gems is fucking insane. Have you seen that yet, Sean? I have not. I have. I think I have a screener of it that I'm gonna watch soon. Strap the fuck. I probably should have tried. Yeah. Strap the fucking. Do it. Yeah. No, I won't. Do. I heard it's unreal. Yeah. The cast is just excellent, obviously, and I I was a big fan of Good Time too mm-hmm. at the time when it came out. So I was really hyping up Uncut Gems. So it was. It was, you know, such a joy to watch, but totally anxiety-inducing. Yeah. And Adam Sandler, career best work, as everyone knows. Oh, yeah. But it was great. Yeah. yeah. I truly hope, though, he does do what he promised and intentionally make the worst thing yes. ever. Because <laughs> I, like... I, and it, like, it better be, like, Grown Ups 3. Like, it fucking... Like, something like that. Like Jack and Jill 2. <laughs> Did they already make that? I don't even know. No. No. <laughs> Jack to Jill. <laughs> Jack to Jill, where they switch bodies. It's the body swapping. <laughs> such a, you know what? That might be the worst movie ever because it's like a non-premise. A body swapping movie where the same actor plays both characters anyway. Oh, uh, fuck. It's Adam Sandler playing the other Adam Sandler in the other Adam Sandler's body. And Al Pacino He's- wants to fuck them both. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, he's got to do it. He's got to do it. I finally saw The Irishman. I saw that on my plane ride. Oh. Uh, which I <clears throat> I really dug the last hour the most. And it, the two before, hour one, I was like, I'm not engaging with this because the DH stuff. I was just like, this is very, I was very distracted. And I was like, I couldn't zero in. Middle hour, I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Uh, third hour, though, I was just like, fucking blown away i was like this is great the third hour is so fucking good and it's just like slow and meditative and i was like this is all i wanted everything else felt like going through the motions at times and like being distracted by the technology i was like but the shit at the end was just like old men like reflecting on their lives i'm like this is awesome like uh, 
<laughs> yeah. The the last hour is definitely my favorite part too. But yeah. I, I wasn't as distracted by the actual CGI as much as it was like their body language. Yeah. It's like obvious they're old yeah. men. It's not old men yeah. pretending to be young men. Like not just like De Niro and every, like there's a couple other people who just seem like that's just an old guy who's just saying he's like young. They didn't do anything to him. Like Pesci just calling De Niro kid. It's just like he's not a kid. Yeah. Like even even with the de aging, he's at least forty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, you really can't put it's, you can't put your finger on it's Frank. It's Frank when he's twelve <laughs> and uh and Sonny. I'm twelve. I'm only nineteen years on. old and he's I'm nineteen, yeah. <laughs> That's so right. That's so good. Shit Dynasty. Shit Dynasty. Frank oh fuck. The, the CGI Joe Pesci was just like a little goblin. I was just like, oh <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, yeah. I feel like it looked the best on Pacino though. Yeah. I, I, that sounds dumb, but like Pacino specifically, I feel like it works best for I didn't him. even know he was the age. <clears throat> I was yeah. Like, oh shit. Okay. Especially those scenes in the courtroom when he's you know, before he goes to prison. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's one shot of him specifically before the sentence gets made and it's one specific shot but it looks great yeah. i don't know i think it's i think you go back and see it it might look better but it's definitely a little jarring at first yeah yeah pacino <clears throat> in particular i feel like he he's he i think was my favorite out of everybody in the movie but like pacino like yeah he i feel like just because he's probably so cartoonish anyway like he's it's probably a little bit of that yeah he can probably like handle that kind of thing a little bit more joe pesci's probably just like what, are, what are, i don't want I, what it yeah <laughs> i had to i had to get berated into doing this movie <laughs> it still blows my mind that he did it yeah <laughs> it's cool that he it's great yeah. to see him back mm-hmm. you know it's it's not every day we see uh joe oh my mom and dad just saw 1917 Ooh. I still haven't Very seen it. Perfect segue. Know, I, I saw that when I was away. I saw two movies in theaters when I was over oh, away because everything's a mall and like Western. So 1917 and motherfucking Bad Boys for Life. Uh, 1917 is great. Have you seen that yet, Tom? I haven't seen it we yet. We haven't no. seen it. I've, we've been trying, trying to. Sean and I've been trying to see it. We just haven't gotten there yet. I really wish it was out of IMAX by the time I got there, but for fucking Same. do little and i was like motherfucking yeah <laughs> <laughs> motherfucking do little uh it's really really good I, I i i didn't love it i really liked it uh it's kind of video gamey but like you'll I, other than it's fucking amazing like that movie the fact that it exists is like insane um yeah did, did you think it was a gimmick at all like with the one shot or did it work i mean with deacons i could see it would take on a different level but I don't. I'm curious about. I don't that. think it was a gimmick. I think it's really engaging. I just think because it's such an action-oriented story, and the the doing it as like a one take, it just lends to things like there's literally a part where I don't really want to like give you. To, this is gonna be vague enough where someone's like, "You gotta jump, jump over this thing." They're like, "Come on, you gotta jump," and it almost felt like you're. It's like a cutscene. Like there's a lot that. Mm, yeah that makes sense i think just the storytelling of that type of thing just ends up feeling very like handholdy like pulling you through it like so i i felt like it was more difficult to engage with certain things because it just felt like you're just kind of being shown stuff opposed to like being in it maybe that's just me i was also it was at like we ended up seeing it at like 11 so i was like fucking tired i was like really tired and then there's a sequence that happens that literally woke me up because it's such a beautiful dreamlike image and the music just hits this like weird dreamlike quality and i literally had to like lean forward because i like couldn't believe it 
Uh, wow. Yeah, it's good. Bad boy, yeah. Bad Boys for Life, on the other hand, is far better than it has any right to be. <laughs> and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> we everyone's saying it's good. Yeah, I, I heard it's great. Yeah, <laughs> it it's a better Je- Sean. It's basically Gemini Man at parts, but like the good version of Gemini Man. Uh, oh, and man. it also like confronts the toxic masculinity a little bit of like the previous two movies. It's like weird. I'm like, how fuck? And it like looks great. <laughs> it's a well, I, it's something that Michael Bay couldn't do. Probably that's probably why he didn't. Well, do it. guess what? He could show up for the cameo that he has in the movie. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Wow. It's fucking wild. It's 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 wild. Um, yeah, I saw that, and then. I saw Color Out of Space, the Nick Cage one, which is real weird. Uh, it's like a B movie, and then I just saw Little Women yesterday, which is fucking wonderful. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta see. I that. Haven't seen it yet. I have a screener of that too. Ooh, um, screeners. I think, I think Little Women and Nineteen Seventeen are the only two nominees I haven't seen. Interesting. I think it's uh, Ford v Ferrari and Marriage Story for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. So marriage. Little Women, 1917, and Ford versus Ferrari for me. Yep. Seen all the others. Ford v Ferrari, really good, I, really enjoyable. Man, I went to Ferrari World while I was in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> it's a it's a theme park. Don't their cops have Ferraris or something? I didn't see any cops while we were there, so I don't know. But there's a whole amusement park that's centered around the idea of Ferrari. So you, you got He's Italian. He's not even. What kind of rides do they have there? They have the world's roller fastest coaster. roller coaster, which we didn't know until we got there, which I went on. Oh, faster than King Nakah. Huh? Mm-hmm. It's called Formula Rosa, and uh, I was the height requirement, the height cutoff, and technically uh, probably wasn't supposed to be on it, and it fucking scrambled my brain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was tr- like I was my coworker I was with was like, oh, do you want to go on that again? I was like, I really do, but I. Physically, I just don't think I can fucking do that again. <laughs> like, it was it was fucking cool. Um, so I don't know. I felt like I saw Ford v Ferrari, you know, <laughs> just by going, just there. by going to Ferrari. Work. Oh, man. The other, that's awesome. the other big roller coaster was like themed, which was amazing. Uh, was themed around like fighter planes in one of the world wars, and they were very vague about which world war was going on. And I was just like, Rutro, Rutro, Italy. Uh, <laughs> whose side are we on here? <laughs> are we the baddies? Um, <laughs> are we the baddies? Uh, oh, what else? We well, we we did just see Parasite, and that's Ooh. oh yeah, of that's course. a good one, dude. But I I want to kind of dive into a little. We're bit. gonna. I just want to say, my mom was watching Parasite the other night, and she texted me. She was like watching Parasite. And I said, "Oh, put your phone down. You know, like you're gonna, you're gonna love it. Just give all your attention to mm-hmm. it. Like, just put your foot, da- uh, put your phone down, whatever." And then she goes, "They just ran out of the house. I'm cringing." And I was just like, "You're watching the movie right now. Put your phone <laughs> away, mom." And then she proceeded to live text me throughout the rest of the movie, and she loved it. But it was just, I thought that was a perfect representation of Parasite as a film. Yeah. You know, you're watching it, you think it's one thing, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait. Wait, oh my god, no, no. Yeah. It goes off the Dude, rails. It's so good. That Parasite's so good because I still thought it was going to take a sci-fi bend like the entire fucking movie. Yeah. It kind of had that vibe. It kind of reminded me of 
a non-sci-fi Black Mirror episode. I don't yeah. know. Like I could see that it had that sort of vibe. Maybe that's just Bong style. It was actually the first film I had seen of his. I haven't really? seen anything else. Snow- yeah. Go just Snowpiercer. acquire Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Yeah, I see it's on Netflix. I have it on my list. There. Mm-hmm. Just gotta it's really good. Watch it. Yeah. Snowpiercer. Maybe tonight. Snowpiercer is like goofy and actiony and like commentary and it's just like it's a movie where the story it parasites the same way the story literally can't go anymore like he he just keeps going and it just like pushes it past the point where it's like you can't you can't there's like there's nothing left to tell well, it's like physically and and snowpiercer too like physically there's nowhere else to mm-hmm. go that makes sense it's, yeah like it's yeah. It's good, and I always think that's like a good yeah. sign of like a fucking great movie where it's like, like Cabin in the Woods does is another one where it's just like, yeah, yeah there's nothing left like <laughs> that like <laughs> covered the entire premise and like didn't leave anything open. It's it's fucking great, but yeah, Parasite Man, I I just impulse bought that the other day. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it again yet, but so it was. Uh... It was phenomenal. It kind of gave me Hollywood vibes. Like, when it takes the turn a little bit, you're like, you don't know where it's going. And then, obviously, it happens earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. But, especially if you don't know about the Manson murders or something. But Interesting. You're just like, it, it takes, like, that turn. And you're like, oh. Well, we do. We yeah. always do full. Sp- obviously. Wait, we've all seen it, yeah. right? Yep. I, can, we, can we do some Parasite spoilers? Because we want to talk about yeah. it. Like, Sean, we spoil fucking yeah. everything. <laughs> Tom, yeah. so yeah. you know. Let's go. Yeah, we've all seen it. Yeah. Tom saw it twice. Oh. Yep. So. How was it a second time? Because I haven't dug in yet. It was uh, It was way less uh, mysterious, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, when you kind of know going into it what it is, you can really... I mean, like it would with watching a movie for the second time for any movie, you kind of pick up on the... Yeah. Just like the little details at the beginning that seem to, you know, kind of foreshadow what's to come later in the film, as well as just like visual connections and callbacks. And yeah. it's fascinating on a second rewatch, I will say, especially at the beginning when you're in the Kim's house mm. or, you know, their sub basement, whatever it's called. Yeah. It's it's wild, man. It's, it's so fucking that good. movie. I just love that cast. I love everyone in that movie. They were, uh, that movie, I was thinking about it uh, because it's going to come up during our other discussions like it's like stepping into a fucking clock that movie's a machine like it's all the all the timing all the pacing all the beats every part of it is so fucking efficient and necessary and it's so perfectly crafted it's like everything has a purpose it's it's wild i i i also everything in the the uh, the basement of the house i also fucking love because it's a it's a korean look at like um, uh, the uh, classism where it's like also it becomes like a North Korea metaphor as well and mm-hmm. it's like oh Jesus Christ like <laughs> like it covers fucking every it covers like po- like poverty on like a global scale too where it's like well some people basically are malnourished underground and worship like a fucking leader that doesn't even fucking know they exist it's like holy shit it's fucking wild Man, and he, yeah. and he eats that banana so weird. Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh man. Yeah. No. I the 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 face when he's like, I saw a ghost. The kid mm-hmm. when he's oh man, that was like oh, terrible. <laughs> I saw something online the other day that was uh, it was like shots that just 
I think it was either cringe or un- or it was like theme of the day uncomfortable, and it was just showing shots that if you haven't seen the movie, it's essentially a spoiler out of context, but. They had that one shot of the dude peeking his eyes over, and I just I shivers it's down like, my did spine. They light, is it CGI or did they just light him weird? It, I think it was supposed to be. I mean, it was the kid's point of view, yeah. so I think that they were kind of going for a like monster eerie, type vibe yeah. or something, like make it a little more otherworldly. He did like the horror movie finger thing, which I'm going to try and demonstrate, where it's like, and then it goes away. Yeah, where yeah. it comes like around the corner, it's like. Like they they were doing like that, but just with people have asked me and they're like, "Is it a horror movie? Is it scary? I don't know." And I'm like, "What's I go in blind, and then whenever anybody asks if it's scary, like that image just is like, (laughs) 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 it it like old Bilbo's me where I was like, oh fuck." Oh, you mean evil raise you? <laughs> oh, it evil Aaron? raise me with its shark teeth and then snaps its jaws. Fuck that. God damn it. I would love to... Oh, yeah. We don't have the time uh. for this one, but I would love to talk about the Colin Trevorrow shit that came out about his version of Nine and how great that sounds. Uh, some of it does. Some Is it of all it's... confirmed? Is that confirmed that that was his... More... Those were his ideas? It's like more or less confirmed, right? It sounds like the overall beats of it, yeah. <clears throat> Finn like, leading a stormtrooper resistance just makes sense. That just, that just makes sense. Like, yeah. uh, Why not keep that just credit? Didn't they credit him as a writer anyway? Yeah. Like, Why not just keep some of it? Having it uh. go back to Coruscant is, I think, a pretty cool idea. And the one concept art was... Um, fucking... What's his name? Uh... The general guy, Hux, Hux. Like killing, it was like him killing himself. When the battle right? turns, and I'm just like, yeah. that's great. That's like a samurai. He takes a lightsaber and like samurais himself. It, really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen this. Yeah, it's intense. There's, it's the was such a awesome. disappointment in the movie to me. Yeah. Uh, like, was, yeah just, they had a cool I'm idea. Spy. Just like threw it away. Everybody uh, laughed yeah. when he said. Just became a cartoon. Everybody laughed when he went. I'm the spy because he says it like so yeah. like. Hmm, like oh, God. yeah. Did yeah. you not like nine? It felt like a comedic moment. I didn't know. Okay, Thank you. It was a huge, huge disappointment to me. I was depressed for a few weeks after it. Oh, no, um, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it did make me rethink a lot of things in my life. Let's just be honest. Oh, my yes. my my 2020 motto is less art or more art, less fart. Because I'm just like most big blockbuster franchises and stuff have either tri- like trickled off, where I'm just like, eh, Marvel's basically done. Like I, I feel like I hit the jumping off point. Star Wars is basically done. I'm just like, Star Wars literally was so disappointing. Where I'm just like, I'm gonna just go try and see more like artsy shit, like like less dumb shit now. Yeah, I'll still go see yeah. Sonic, but like, <laughs> <laughs> it just a- feels like they. It just, I'm a big fan of the MCU, but it feels to be like they just tried to make the Star Wars franchise like the MCU, but. Yeah. It was Star Wars was adapted from Disney. You know what I mean? Like they like took it. They took a fan base essentially and a structure and tried to make it something that it's not. And it works for Marvel, but it doesn't necessarily work for Star Wars. And I just think it. Uh, it was just really disappointing. Yeah, yeah it's it was, a, it was a complete hail mary of a movie, and it just didn't yeah. work. So disappointing. Yeah. And I'm a huge Last Jedi stand, so it just mm. that was even worse for me i think that was the bigger reason why it was so disappointing because the last jedi's i was a huge fan of that last jedi's like going for stuff and like themes and like is about shit and then this was like 
well, what is the trilogy even about then? Like Last Jedi was like really starting to like position it, so it's like you're you like here. It's like it was like really reaffirming the themes of like the trilogy, and like Last Jedi is like a great singular work, and it's trying to be a film, and then this one comes around, and it's just like. <laughs> As I said, uh, everything in the Rise of Skywalker is the the scenes on Octo are so fucking bad. And if anybody likes anything that happened on Octo in Episode Nine, you're a fucking loser. I can't. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Oh my god. Which uh, it's it's it. I when I saw it again, I was like, was this this was shot on Thanksgiving break? <laughs> like they shot it a month before it came out. It's like you could t- you could have told me that I'd be like yeah that makes, that makes sense. sense like they just like glued a fucking wig on Mark Hamill and they're like they're just fucking it's like, a just his go. his wig looks greasy if I remember like yeah. like doesn't it and he's a ghost it's like it's like combed down like it's, he's got Bob it's like an emo. he's got Bob Odenkirk hair which is probably the worst hair <laughs> like you know. <laughs> Um, it's true. It I wanted so to see weird. it a second time just to same. By no means see if I felt better about it because I didn't. I thought that ship had sailed. Mm. But like I always, I usually see a Star Wars movie for a second time, and it just didn't happen with Rise of Skywalker. Same. And I don't think it will. It's out it of theaters. Uh, I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm really? not gonna yeah. buy this one. I have, I'll just wait till it's on Disney Plus, and I'll be like, yeah, I'll watch it while like doing like, like doing other shit sometime. And I'll be like, yep, close that book. Cool. We're good. Damn. Uh, I saw a reboot, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Was that was that? good. It's good if you're a fan yeah. of all of his shit. Like it's definitely like fan servicey, and but there it's kind of heartfelt. A lot of a lot of mm. like good moments, and not not as like funny. Some of the jokes don't really land. A lot of them don't, but some of them really do. Yeah. Uh, so enjoyable, yeah. worth worth renting or waiting for streaming. Yeah. I want to watch it. I want to check it out. It's yeah. good. There's honestly like a lot of good like heartfelt moments. Oh, that's cool. About like, being a father and all that stuff. No, so. or, yeah, no, I, I forgot. That's one of those ones that like kind of snuck out, and I was like, oh, yeah, that fucking happened. I want to catch yeah. that when I can. Yeah. Um, other, I don't know. I watched Aladdin on one of the flights, but I don't think we have to talk about that. <laughs> I watched like all the major num- musical numbers, and that's it. I, I was like, I'm curious to see how they redid it. Yeah, and it turns out all the musical numbers are more or less the same. Just for some reason, the tempo is slowed down, <laughs> and it's like, oh, mm, kind of sucks the life right. out of this a little bit. Yeah, Will's- yeah. let's like. What were you gonna say? Will Smith was good. Will Smith was I'd good. I'd say great. I was kind of surprised. I, I I think Will Smith had a good year overall. Yeah. He's really come back in yeah. pretty significant way. I feel like Gemini Man was supposed to be his big coming back party, and I haven't seen it, so I can't really comment on it. But uh, as much you know. as we liked it, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Bad Boys, Aladdin. Okay, maybe he's yeah. Get him with a good director and do something. Exactly. Now, you know what I mean? Like he's gonna do one for him now. He, yeah, he he's made gotta. he made a mon- he made some money mm, a ton, I'm yeah. sure, this past year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was in Suicide Squad too, like. See, he's not even going to be in the, the second one. one. He's not going to be in the new one, I don't think. No. I, think I don't think they're bringing anybody back. No, nope. like a couple. Flag. It's Rick Flag, Boomerang, and like maybe probably the man who can climb anything. Who's that? Oh, Slipknot. Oh yeah, they're probably going to bring him back. <laughs> maybe yeah, they're going to bring him back. They blew. Well, him up. they're going to get his soul out of Katana's sword. I don't. I'm 
I don't know. Remember oh, Suicide yeah, Squad? That, we get to see if Birds of Prey is better or worse than Suicide Squad. I'm, that's like Friday. I'm really fucking excited for that. I don't think it's going to be better than Suicide Squad. Really? Is, is Birds of Prey supposed to be... Is it related or what's the deal? Like, is is it a sequel or is it its own? Thing? I think it's a sequel, because oh. uh, but I think it's about like, <laughs> I think it's about like Harley Quinn like breaking up and like I think I think making a story with Harley Quinn that's about her like being her like a person defined by just herself is like great. Um, right, but uh, especially with Margot Robbie in that. Yeah, I think she does. She kill him. It seemed, they play it off like she kills she, him. And if she kills Jared Leto, and I mean even Joaquin Phoenix, <laughs> I'm on board. I'd be like, all right, cool. I think it's gonna be surprisingly good. It's gonna be like a take that fucking Morbius. Yeah, Morbius. <laughs> oh God, that happened. I. <sighs> <laughs> what do you think of the trailer Andrew? Jesus Christ. It just looks like Venom again. Like I don't know why it literally They have all like the Spider-Man Easter eggs though, like on the on the walls in the background. It's just... like Toby's Spider-Man. Yeah, right? I know it's, it's like so Toby's weird. Spider-Man it's a shot from the video game though. From the video game it looks like it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It is, right? Cuz the the webs on the suit are like white almost. They're not as Oh my god. What it, it's, and Mikey it's Keaton. like them using it's like them using the hot toy for Palpatine for the fucking poster. Which they did. they did. Look, I texted Sean earlier today. Just one last Star Wars thing. I've been watching Rebels, which is, like, pretty good. I, I feel like I never engaged with it as much as I did with the Clone Wars show. Clone Wars is... I can't wait for the new season. Rebels... The Palpatine's been in, like, two episodes for, like, a total of, like, four minutes, mate. Maybe. And they used him in such a more interesting way where he's just, like completely covered in like shadow and he's just like working in his like he's like a fucking dark sorcerer and it's so cool and i'm like oh this is great god damn it fucking movie anyway they drop the they drop the ball yeah. um what Morbius. Uh, if, that makes me mad i think they're gonna <laughs> are they gonna try to bogart the mcu i think like... they are it's just gonna fucking whatever morbius does he's just a big gray cgi blob man who can like Use like 2003 CGI power, like Daredevil 2003. Like, like fucking uh, Venom. Yeah. Like Venom and the. That's new what movie. all these movies remind me of. The, or, or well, all of them. I haven't even seen Venom, but I've seen the trailer. But Venom it's, and Morbius. That's it's it gives me good. that vibe of just it's like not early good. 2000s. Venom is weirdly a Jim Carrey movie though, starring uh, fucking what's it, Tom Hardy? It's Tom Hardy. It's I want to see it. It's entertaining enough if for him, I think. Yeah. Because he's doing like a weird, like, he's almost trying to do like a Benicio del Toro. Like, he's like, he's just, like, <laughs> just kind of like running around doing like weird snarky shit. But it's also literally the plot of The Mask. Yeah. It's Jay, he's got like a Jay Leno. Like, <laughs> he talks like Jay <laughs> Oh, we got a great show. Yeah, great show. Yeah, 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 just gotta grab my car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> It's it's so weird. It's such a weird. He just he was a producer. He's like, I'm just gonna have fun with yeah. it. You know, like more power to him. For Sean, that. Tom, when you see it, you're gonna say, I can't believe Tom Hardy. He which he'll, he'll be a guest on this at some point. But I can't believe Tom Hardy climbed into that lobster tank and apparently he just did it on set. Isn't that wild? Like, oh, they. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind when I watch it. That sounds you're amazing. Say, to be you're pop up. <laughs> gonna be pop up me. That's gonna be now, Tom. Just remember, Tom Hardy decided to climb <laughs> in this lobster tank, and the, the director didn't know. It's fucking. Cr- oh. oh my god. Bleh. Love it. Oh boy, Venom, Morbius. I'm. 
that's the other reason why I'm like, I think I'm good on Marvel. Where if like they're just like, we kind of, we pulled it, we pulled it off. Who gives a fuck now? Everything's in. It's just like. You're gonna let this in? You're gonna let this, gonna let this guy <laughs> in? This living vampire? That's the premise. That's gonna. Jared Leto? Like you want that? Michael, you want that baggage? Michael, Michael um, Keaton. Why would you put that in the? Tr- whatever. Oh. The uh, um, speaking of Venom, uh, it jogged my memory for Venom. Uh, I watched Moulin Rouge for the first time with Gail, and I was watching. Watching the movie, whole thing happens. Watching the credits, and he's the and, and it's just like and David Wenham, and I'm like, who the fuck was David Wenham in this? Because like he's he, we have a thing going on about David Wenham. Okay. We have a couple segments and, that you're gonna get bombarded with. Like, there's a couple of them. Yeah. There's all actually most of our segments. Spoiler: most of our segments are gonna be popping up. Welcome to Wenham. So what was he up to? Yeah. <laughs> he he's in drag he plays a woman in the movie and I was like hold, I looked it up I was like holy shit that is him and this was like probably right after he shot Lord of the Rings because it was like 2000 2001 or like right before holy shit so it was just like fascinating I was he's, like because it was just massive title David Wenham I'm like what the f- what the, how did I miss David Wenham in this David Wenham getting the and credit is I love that though and David yeah. Wenham I fucking love that yeah uh, Tom, would you listen to our podcast called When in Ham, where every like episode, I was about to say every week, then I was like, <laughs> uh, but every episode <laughs> we discuss a different David Wenham role and we have a different ham dish. I would love that. Yes. I think we should start that right okay, now. Sweet. Uh, th- <laughs> I technically have bacon. We could just do bacon. Yeah. That's kind of sweet. That's the first one. Ham. That's the first one. Ham. I love it. That's fucking good. Yeah. So I was like, What? Yeah, blew my mind. Yeah, that's um. Speaking of Lord of the Rings, uh, Tom, I got a question for you. Do you know what PJ's up to? (laughs) What's what's PJ up to? Segue right into another another uh, segment. PJ is up to 4K restoration of of LOTR apparently. And really, and the and the Hobbits, the Hobbits, they're probably already in 4K. So. They should be, but they, they might do like a remastering with like I would love a home release with like the high frame rate. I don't know if you can like do that, but sure. He's I'm also, sure. I think he's working on a Let It. I think he's making Let It Be. Yes, he like I think they're taking like the, when the Beatles recorded Let It Be, they filmed a documentary essentially, like or I think it might have just been like behind the scenes type. The, yeah, it was a documentary interviews, but about like basically the album but it ended up being mainly about their breakup because they were just arguing the entire holy time holy shit and he's like and he's like re-editing all of that footage it never got released that they, it the like, movie it, never it, got it was like a hour and 20 minute like TV special oh really it was oh, yeah because yeah, like you know that big poster in my basement the let it be mm-hmm. yeah I think that's oh, yeah, like actually that's what, for the movie right. it's not for the album so it's just like behind the scenes it's like a documentary basically that became about them breaking up but then he's like doing a whole re-edit with like there's probably like Tons of hours of footage mm-hmm. that he's gonna do. That's what that has some epic potential. Yeah, just give him anything that has a ton of footage like that that like no one ever like got around to. Clearly, he's good at it. Like just like, <laughs> he's good at that. Like that World War One documentary. They shall not grow old. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. It's it was so great, cool. dude. I loved yeah, it. My parents, I took them to see it, and they like still bring it up all the time. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's like <laughs> he, it. it's almost like he's like taking those things you see in museums and making features out of them instead of just like having a thing in a 
museum mm-hmm. like you watch like a Captain America exhibit yeah <laughs> yeah He's making the Captain America exhibit. And... He's just making appendices for everything. It's so good. It's sick. It's cool. And he's just Ken because he's like, I made Lord of the Rings. I don't need to do anything now. Yeah. I'm fucking fine. Excuse me. I made the Lovely Bones and I'm just chilling on all of my The Lovely Bones money. So I'm set up. That's for what it really is. <laughs> I've never seen that. Um, he's, he's cashing in his fucking Mortal Engines paychecks. <laughs> fucking Mortal Engines. Have you... Have, they, you saw that, right? I watched like 10 minutes of it. I was like, what? I couldn't do it. I was like... <laughs> My favorite thing about Mortal Engines is that... They just like blatantly use the General Zod theme. <laughs> like, from Man of Steel. And it's the same composer. Is it? Oh, he's, everyone was just phoning yeah, it in. it's junk... It's junky XL. There's a Robot Man Terminator in um, Mortal Engines who... Once he shows up, you realize, oh, he did the opening narration of the film... And he talks like a Frankenstein. And his whole... He raised... (laughs) It's insane. He raised the main girl, like, her character, um, when she was young, in a, like, vehicle that was full of baby doll heads, and it's just a nightmare. And he wants to (laughs) take her face and soul out of her body and put it into a machine that looks like his daughter. And that's, like, the main crux of, like, his whole subplot. And I'm like, how is that not the full movie? Because that's fucking crazy that is who who is in it who, who does, no one who is in that movie no, oh it's hugo, hugo hugo weaving. weaving i'm looking at um it. the guy the main guy was in g it was the man responsible for the geostorm in geostorm <laughs> wait so what did peter jackson do on this he just he produced yeah, it yeah, I and i think that. he like wrote it i think him and yeah yeah he produced it fran boyens and fran yeah. has a screenplay credit mm-hmm. yeah Wow! wow this is, dude, anyway, I've never heard of this. We gotta wash that out of our tongue, <laughs> out of our mouths. Let's let's do uh, yeah. let's do some uh, vegetables. Let's eat some vegetables. I mean, apples, that vegetable. We're gonna eat our fruits and vegetables, buddy. What about what about Oscars? I want to talk. I want to talk Oscars with y'all. Y'all want to do? Because that's what's happening. Not that we care. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, speaking of rewatches and Oscars. <laughs> good segue i did recently i re-saw joker because i went to this screening with it was like a q a with todd phillips and i had oh. mixed feelings on joker after i had seen it yeah. i mean i was very hyped for it but then after i saw it i initially thought it was excellent obviously joaquin phoenix was but then kind of started to have mixed views on it but he seemed like a really real guy especially after seeing it a second time mm-hmm. like i was basically what i was thinking going in was is this i don't want to say is this legit but like I don't know. He did the Hangover trilogy, War Dogs, and uh, old school, like, just wondering where that came from for him, but hearing him talk about it, it seemed legit. Like, it seemed like he actually made this movie, like, from a place of, I don't know, craft, I guess, but, yeah, I I enjoyed it. Do you like it, Andrew? We've never really talked about it. I was very excited about it. I want to kind of talk about that based off what you were saying. So, with Todd Phillips, like, all of his other work, and I, I, I... due date and like as the hangover movies went on they just got darker and darker for no reason um (laughs) but he still always seemed to think he was making comedies and i think he's just started going into a place where he makes dark like dark like grimy fucking comedies like the hangover movies get grimy as they go like where like hangover 2 is kind of gross like it's just like a sweaty like gross movie where it's like what the fuck was this um uh, i never saw war dogs but i'm assuming it's kind of that same vein I think he's somebody who 
thinks he makes comedies, but he makes more like dark stuff because he also did like Starsky and Hutch and things like that. So when they initially announced him to do Joker, I was like, that might work really well. And I think it kind of does. I just don't. I didn't care for the movie overall. I, I don't think yeah. it's really about anything in the end, which is kind of the Joker's whole deal. It's a movie where it's like, it's about classism. No, not really. It's about mental health. It's like, well, it doesn't really have anything of value to say to that. And if anything it that it does say, it feels all kind of like wrong. Like it's a movie that makes it feel like men, people with mental health issues are like just fucking dangerous. It's like, but then there's also times where it's just the dialogues, the script is rough. The shit with Zazie Beats, I'm more uncomfortable with. Like, I really, I really don't like it. <laughs> I'm like, I only saw it's it once. It's just weird to me because it's like, with all of that said, and then the fact that it's a comic film as well, and mm-hmm. the Academy is kind of uh, notorious for not really awarding that, unless it's the Joker, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it has the most nominations and stuff i don't know it's just it's it makes insane. me wonder where the academy like, is going as well score, that, like, cinematography just, like all that it got a cinematography nod and parasite didn't that doesn't make sense to me i, I it know. didn't like it looks good like yeah, the aesthetic of the movie is the good. production it's really dirty mm. it's gross mm. and but i wasn't like oh this was like amazingly shot no it's really just his performance i think that everyone's eats up and that's fine i think that's the one great thing about the movie was his performance Mm -hmm. i think he did it classy he didn't like carry the movie yeah he climbed into that fridge um like tom hardy climbed into that tank they didn't know he was gonna do it (laughs) the um it it, his performance really does elevate it i I, the main thing i've always said with it is the, the scene where he practices his entrance for the talk show in his apartment by himself, I could have watched that for two hours. I could have watched him just mm-hmm. getting ready for his, like, appearance. Like, it's great. Because, like, his performance, like, there's times where he just, like, switches on and he's, like, really charming and charismatic. And then he's, like, just, like, broken down, like, dude again. But then there's, like, some of the script shit is just, like, I oh, the, there's a conversation early on where he's talking to his therapist and it's, like, things are getting pretty bad out there. And then the therapist's, like, yeah getting worse every single day by the way they're shutting down the clinic but how will i get my medication and i'm just like fuck off like like <laughs> it's it's so fucking on the nose that i'm just like i <sighs> it's like checking off boxes all yeah this. it's like i always go to his final if you know we can talk spoilers yeah. here sure uh at the end before he shoots murray robert de niro his joke about what do you get when you have to cross a mental mentally ill person with this this and that you get what you fucking deserve whatever the line is i to me that was that's that was movie. nothing that was just like that was nothing to me it was so on the nose yeah. that's that's what i think like that they were trying to sum up the movie in that line i guess yeah it's just like okay then that just kind of proves the point that i don't think this movie it's trying to say so much that it doesn't say anything mm-hmm. That's kind of what I think it is. It's like yeah. it it has so much going on that it doesn't really. And I think what bring it all back. Yeah. I just anything. I think what like where it gets muddled and weird. I don't know. At least for me, is it's like not to say that you can't talk about films that are quote unquote nominated for Oscars. You can't talk about them in the same conversation as say a film like The Avengers. But to a degree, you kind of do have like a like you if you're talking about Marvel, Star Wars, whatever you know you're separating that from films like a parasite yeah. or a uh i don't know 
I guess an, an Irish man or a Irish yeah, exactly. So it's like I think that's why with Joker it's so weird because like, say it didn't get nominated for Oscars and get all this critical praise, would it just be discussed as as a comic film? And if that's the case, then I do put it in that conversation with like Logan and yeah. the Dark Knight and, but comparing it to something like Parasite and Irishman is just weird to me. I don't know. It doesn't feel. Does that make sense? No, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) There's no uncut gems. There's no Midsummer. Most of A24's catalog, like, would have been so much more, like, better represented than any of the Joker shit. Like, that's the stuff that the lighthouse... I I didn't even love the lighthouse, but, like, the fact the lighthouse exists is, like, fucking crazy to me. Like... The fact that it got a cinematography nomination, oh, I think, was is a big is a win. Huge <laughs> win. That the, it's a it's yeah. in four three. It's in four three in black and white. But there is some imagery in that movie that's like so mesmerizing and like weird. I fuck. I really like the lighthouse. I need to see. I have another screener of that. Too. I have so many screeners that I gotta what watch. Sent them my way, my dude. Like and dive in. I gotta dive in, dude. Is it digital? Is it digital, man? Yeah. Actually, I think it is. I could send it. Yeah. Um, yeah, joke. I'm so, glad we talked about Joker again because one of my coworkers just brought that up to me the other day, and I was just like, he was like, yeah, I really liked it. I was just like, I, I just, <laughs> I get that pe- that people do, but I, the first thing that happens also, and one of my friends pointed this out after seeing the movie, the first thing that happens is Joaquin Phoenix gets hit over the head by a sign that says everything must go, and then that's all the movie's just doing. It's literally beating you over the fucking head, telling you that this is bad, this is bad, like it's. Blah. Humbug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. What? Let's predictions like major category predictions. Do we want to go through them? Because I, 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 ha- I like Rotten Tomatoes had like a little like form you could like do on online, so I have All my right, picks. Yeah, yeah. But I was gonna. S- I don't have picks okay. yet, but I can just fucking rattle off what I think is. Gonna sure. Happen. I say we. For the record, I would like to skip the shorts because I was just like I don't. I haven't seen any of these. I saw Hair Love before Little Women yesterday, and, and so I voted for that because I was like, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, we yeah, can skip was, over I those. I say ma- major categories because I haven't seen. I've seen most of the picture nominees mm-hmm. though. Yeah, let's do picture, man. actors, director, supporting, cool. cinematography. Yeah, can I go through my my other technical ones just because they're here? Um, I'm gonna go. Please do visual effects. I'm gonna go. This will give you guys a second to like make some picks too. Um, visual effects. I went with The Lion King, um, mm. beating out Irishman because I think Irishman was more distracting. Star Wars because nothing really blew me away visually. Endgame is the other like. If they're gonna give Endgame anything, that's with Thanos, I guess. Thanos, but also the, like all the costumes and so much that they had to like rush and CGI anyway. Like, there's a lot more in that movie that's CGI, I think, than we know. 1917. I have no reason not to say that, but Lion King just looked fucking incredible. Um, sound mixing, I said Ad Astra, just because uh, sound mixing and sound editing. I'm always like, what's the difference again? <laughs> I just liked Ad Astra, so I give it to that. Ford v Ferrari, I gave sound editing because I'm sure all those gear shifts and vrooms probably sound fucking dope. Um, it is really awesome. Production design, I gave to 1917 just because. Really? Similar to the driving shots of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which, like, production design wise is, like, intense because it just takes you back to that time. 1917, it, there's huge fields of just, like, a war zone and the camera weaves through all of it and it's just kind of like oh this is 
intent. Does it show like anything? Mud. Does it show like life in 1917, or is it just war type it's stuff? It's the battlefield itself, and like the it, yeah. there was a shot where it was just mud, and I was just like, that mud is like fucking well designed. Like that's which sounds insane, but that's I don't know. I remember. Well, I mean, they did everything they could with what they mm-hmm. had. I guess is like is they, I'm assuming there's not as much to do, so <laughs> it's like. Let's make this mud look like it's from 19. And the bombed out city is like literally a descent into hell. It's fucking wild. So like that whole sequence Damn. too. Parasite was hard not to vote for though because the house is yeah. so integral. It's all a set too. They mm-hmm. built that set. Yeah, yeah, it is. Jojo Rab. The vibe of it at night is when it's raining. It's just it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I can't let you throw yourself away. Of course, is my best original song. It's about Randy Newman saying, "Don't throw yourself in the trash." So, like, why the fuck would I not? I he better fucking perform it. I was like making fun. I was doing a Randy Newman bit, and then we watched like Parenthood or something, and that there's a Randy Newman song in that. And I just like lost it. It's just like it's so fucking. Yeah, Will Sasso's legacy should be his Randy Newman. <laughs> That would. That would. <laughs> so good. It's, it's like when Phantom Menace came out. That's when that, like, they released that. Oh, and like his eyes during that sketch are just like so. It's so fucking good. Uh, for best score, I don't know if you guys wanted to talk about score. I realized there wasn't really a score that blew me away this year. And I. I think Joker will win this category. I feel like it will too. I don't want to give it to Joker just because it used the Hey song for his, like dance down the stairs <laughs> and his like suit up but yeah. that would be more soundtrack though like i know score maybe? it's the same no, i know but i think it's, the same I think it's rise of skywalker too. guys um, that's really who i think is going no i'm kidding i mean john williams like a legacy award it. give it to williams because he for ending the saga. for his great uh-huh. medley of music i don't think he wrote any original did he write a theme for zori bliss <laughs> Babu, Frank. Babu, Babu frank song would be beautiful um <laughs> the lament of Bob. How was the How was the nineteen seventeen? That's what I voted for, but I don't even really remember. And you know what? No, there the sequence in the bombed out town has that. It just kicks into this dreamlike music that uh, you'll know exactly the moment I'm talking about when you see it, um, and like hear it. It's it, it's so wild. It's 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 like magic. So it's like just because of that one yeah. bit alone, I, I gotta give it to nineteen seventeen. Um, yeah, I I think I have a feeling. I don't think it's my favorite, but I think the Joker is gonna win. Joker, I think jo- Joker. Uh, I have for makeup and hairstyling, just because. Why not? <laughs> well, I could see Hollywood. I haven't seen a lot of these. I, I haven't see seen Hollywood. Bombshell, Judy, or Maleficent. So, or 1917. So I've only seen Joker in makeup and hairstyling. And <laughs> it's like a look that's like actually gonna like translate into like other stuff. Like people, like it's a good. It the 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 design of his whole look is like iconic enough, I guess. Where it's like, yeah, no, I can, I gotta give it. Give it that's a true. Up for that. International. Interesting. Uh, international feature gotta give it to Parasite because that just makes sense yeah I think it'll probably win that but not this picture even though probably mm-hmm. should uh, editing I said Parasite and then documentary I just picked American Factory because I was like I don't know um, costume visual effect, yeah. costume design I said Little Women because the costume design in that movie is fucking amazing um, yeah it seems like that would win yeah 
It either probably I would say it's probably a toss up between that and Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Little Women all the costumes just felt a little bit more original and like all the characters just kind of like distinct colors and kind of styles and stuff like a little bit more like there's a little bit yeah. more going on um that i don't know definitely not the irishman because the irishman was just like i don't know he's young in this leather jacket <laughs> <laughs> driving yeah the dr- uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous anyway at least on my f- it's 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 frank i'm 19 that's what it is basically on on my little sheet here that brings me to cinematography which i think it, now it's in the major categories including yeah like screenplays and stuff so do you guys want to i feel like i've been talking a lot so uh, i don't know i feel like they might give it to irishman because of the technical aspect of it have you seen any behind the scenes stuff of them shooting on set for irishman it's fucking wild they had like nine cameras for that. yeah like, they did like three cameras for one camera kind of the camera they did like infrared and shit like it's pretty i wild. don't think what camera they used should then gemini man should like be like up there you know what i mean no you're right it's if we're talking oh, I, art i, I, I don't i don't i, I don't cinematography yeah. I, don't I mean disagree. it maybe should go to lighthouse but i don't think it will no. uh i I could see it just happening for 1917. It seems like Deacons is... Yeah. He now has his Oscar, so why why not now? Let's give it to his one take. Yeah, though, this was know? his victory lap. I think after seeing 1917, just from a technical and, like, again, I cannot stress that, that bombed-out town sequence enough just for how fucking visually insane it is. The Irishman, I, I just wasn't... Bl- no Netflix property, and I'm sure there's something I'm forgetting about. Netflix, I feel like, doesn't... Just, you know, nothing looks interesting. Like I, I, I was not blown away by the cinematography at all in The Irishman. Like it all just felt like effective. I, I know. I know what you mean. I think it was like deliberately not flashy. I think that's kind of what it was going yeah. for. Um, like, I think so Scorsese's too. entire idea behind the film was like we're not gonna glorify this time, you mm. know, because he does make it seem kind of cool in his other movies. Yeah. You know, so. it was such a different vibe for him as yeah. a director it was just like a lot of long takes and wide shots i think of just like things two it just, shots it was so yeah. slow like yeah. it was just so slow paced yeah. and for him it's always so it was cool to see a more reflective side but i guess that is more in the editing conversation as well yeah i mean once upon a time in hollywood though looks amazing not to be slept on how amazing always is at the top of his game yeah richardson's always he's like a deacon to me too i think every Every time I see him shoot something, it's like yeah, it's just really the nice. Spawn Ranch sequence specifically yeah. is brilliant. So good. <laughs> the driving shit, all of it, yeah. uh, the fucking western shit, like the scene when he's talking to it's true. Uh, Timothy Oliphant, like that scene's yeah. lit really well. Um, Bounced around a lot of different, styles. you know, because there is all the TV and stuff. Yeah, he as shot well. on different. Like, he, I could see it going to him too, because has he won an Oscar? I don't think so. And he shot. For, he did like sixteen mil too for like the bounty law shit. He went for like, Oh no, yeah. that was Pister. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd be the lighthouse. I want to win, but I don't think it will. Just because it's like, yeah, it it's won't. so different. Like, I would love it. Oh, he's won three Oscars. Yeah, but for <laughs> not. So he won for Hugo, The Aviator. So two Scorsese films. He's, yeah, and, then and JFK. JFK. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, Hugo! Huh. Hugo is a wonderful fucking movie. Um, yeah, I. Once upon a time, Hollywood does look fucking great. There are some really good shots in that. I just feel like this one is like Deacons just 
Deegan's is just like flexing on everybody. Victory lap is very accurate. <laughs> it's a tough category. Yeah, it's actually pretty. It's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. It's it's tight. Yeah, I just Joker and Irishman. I just don't think are 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 gonna do it. I don't know. No, I I hope they don't. Yeah, Joker just. I could. I I don't not hope that the Irishman doesn't. But Joker, I'm just kind of like. I I don't want it to win that much. It just it just kind of it kind of came off as like student filmy in a lot of ways. Like yeah. it's just go handheld and. Like, I don't yeah. know. That's just me personally, though. Well, that makes sense. Other aspects of it. The production design was great, though. So I guess that all kind production of... Production and performance, baby. Yeah. Um, um, I, my vote's 1917. I don't know. Is that how we're doing this? Are we locking stuff in, or are we just... I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in Hollywood. Yeah. I haven't seen Seventeen, so I, I'm sure it'll win. Though, I know. So. It's hard to vote for 1917 without seeing it, but I think that has my vote, but... If it's things I've seen, I'm going to say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Either of those, I think, are, like, fucking good. Um, Yeah. Best animated feature uh, is next on my list. I don't know if you guys... Have you guys only seen one? Tom, you went to the Hidden World? Did you go to the Hidden World, Tom? (laughs) No, I didn't. Uh, (laughs) I went to whatever the... uh, antique store in toy story 4 was <laughs> but i i love toy story 4 yeah. i heard i lost my body is excellent i really want to see that mm. and missing link as well i think won the golden globe i won it, the golden so. globe so i'm gonna assume that's gonna probably be my pick just mm-hmm. because it seems like the favorite yeah um, missing link is did you see the hidden world Andrew? oh buddy yeah uh <laughs> the, the first how to train your dragon i think is incredible this one's the two sequels aren't as good, but this one's a lot better than it has any right to be. It's just not as good I, as I thought the reviews were saying, uh, which is weird. Mm. It's weird that both How to Train Your Dragon sequels, I was like, these are too fucking kitty for their own good, because they're like so close to being like actually like adult-themed, where it's, where it's just like just a couple little changes, and it's like, oh, that would have been a fucking intense movie. They're weird. Um, I voted Missing Link just because it's like, I don't know, it's wonderful. To- Toy Story 4 is great. I liked it a lot. I just didn't love it. Missing Link, I really enjoyed. I watched it uh, while I was on my trip at some point because I had it like downloaded. I was like, "Oh, that was wonderful." I don't know. Yeah, Sweet. I, I heard it was good. Toy Story Four was Woody's Logan. That's kind of what I took from it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Think about yeah. it. I mean, oh, Buzz man. was like barely in it. You know, yeah, like, it was just it was Woody's movie. It, Buzz was Stephen Merchant. <laughs> uh, if this was Logan. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Caliban. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm going Toy Story 4, um, even though I haven't seen anything. Screenplay? Uh, adapted? Okay. I'm assuming The Irishman's probably going to win. I think Little Women might. Little Women could. Little Women was my vote, yeah. Fuck, I don't even know. Jojo Rabbit, I feel like I'm... I want Jojo Rabbit. I feel like the screenplay go. nominations, or victories rather, are a lot of times like runner-up for best picture mm. and it's kind of become known as, well i guess we're unadapted at this point but um yeah i don't know so i could see them honoring little women that will be its moment of the night i guess yeah. you know to that might be its big one but. i guess in that regard you would say like parasite probably went original yeah i was but yeah. I, what i was what i was gonna say about original was is it's kind of known as the tarantino but yeah. i think this might i think this might be the year that tarantino takes the big one we'll see we'll get to that yeah. at that point but yeah. adapted i'm saying little women uh i had the same vote um and we uh boy i wish i could give it to uh anthony for those two popes but um 
I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, Sean, what, two, two, pubs. two pubs. Sean, what you got? Irishman. For adapted, uh, I haven't seen Little Women, so I can't really hmm. speak to it. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming if that's kind of the talk, it's probably the favorite to win. Hmm. Uh, I probably put it between Irishman and uh, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. I could see. I could see. I haven't seen Little get, Women, get so if we're going that route, I'm saying Irishman. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um, hell yeah, Little Women's real, real fucking good. Uh, I. It's on yeah. the list. I fucking loved it yesterday because I never seen an adaptation of it. And I was just like, "What? This is great!" And I really want to ruin. Uh, I want to talk about who shows up over halfway in the movie. Uh, the person who plays their dad shows up late in the game. Bit of a spoiler. And when they do, holy shit. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> their, fr- their first line is, my little women. So, and then once, once they show up, every other scene they're in is just like, what are you doing here? This is great. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to show up. It's, oh, it's fucking wild. I want to tell you, but I won't. Um, original screenplay. Knives Out, 1917. I... Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. This is a fucking stacked... It's very stacked. I haven't seen Marriage Story, but I, I'm i assuming it's fucking tight. I could see that winning. It's great. It's really well it's written. It's really good. Even Knives Out. Knives Out script is, like, fucking good. Like... <laughs> it is. I, I would uh, really Knives like Out was one of my favorites win. of last year, dude. So I good. thought it was awesome. Such a surprise. I would really like Ryan to win. Mm-hmm. I, I've just for, uh, speaking of speaking of Ryan, tell your well, story. Should I tell it right now? Yeah, All right. Way. So Andrew, the other night, <laughs> I literally just told Sean this before we were recording. Yeah. Uh, I'm at a bar. I'm waiting for a friend. I have a seat, and I'm saving the seat next to me. And the bar is really packed. And then I see this woman standing there alone. And who walks in to meet up with her? Ryan Johnson. And uh, they're talking to the bartender, saying like, "Hey, you know, can are there any seats or what?" And they, there were just no more seats, so naturally I shot up. You know, I was subtle about it. I was kind of far away from them. Sit here, Tom screamed. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan, sit here. No, and I said, I have to offer up my seat to the man who made one of the best Star Wars films ever because I always wanted a chance to just tell Ryan Johnson that he... It's, he did something good. Yeah. He got a lot of heat from internet trolls for The Last Jedi, as we yeah. know. Point is... He was very, he was a great guy and took the seat and was very uh, grateful. And then later when I go to pay my tab, he leans over the bar and says, Tom, don't worry, you're taken care of. Guy bought my drink. What? So he, yeah, so I'm rooting for him for Knives Out for best original <laughs> screenplay now. amazing. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, dude, it kind of didn't feel real. still doesn't, but... He was such a nice guy. The looper himself. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Ozymandias, too. Yep, Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah. Oh, I finally... Did I... Boy, we didn't talk about that, but I finally finished... Um, I got around to El Camino, because I'd finished the series rewatch again. Ah, El yeah. Camino was so good. Just real, real quick. Like It was just so fun. Yeah, it's like... That's my best picture. No, it was just it just felt like reading an epilogue of a book. It felt like reading like the Battle of the Shire almost. Like where it's like yeah. everything's wrapped up. We just gotta do this like last thing real quick. It's like it is so slow. Oh god, it's so good. Yeah, fuck that Tom, that's wild. Tell him to listen to the pod. <laughs> I, I, well, I said to Sean, I was like, I should have told him to come today, man. We could have told you know, Oscar talk with him and should have extended the invite. I would have been like, Ryan, tell me. 
how that green titty milk taste? <laughs> <laughs> Did you save any? Oh fuck! Oh yeah, man, that's so cool. Oh shit! Great yeah, guy. I thought All right, so like original that. screenplay though. I I gotta I gotta uh, give it to Bong. Yeah, I think that'll win. It's so hard, man. Did Tarantino win for Django? He did. Um, yeah, I don't think he'll win for this. So one. here's the thing, though, that I noticed about Tarantino is that well, actually, it just happened for Django, but for Django, he won original screenplay, and Christoph Waltz won best supporting, and I think that's what won for Bastards too. He won original screenplay, and Christoph Waltz won supporting. Will Once Upon a Tom, Time in Hollywood be again where he wins original screenplay and, and Brad Pitt, Pitt wins yeah. best supporting? I think that's Brad Pitt's award to, to win. I think it's his to lose. Uh, I, I gotta be honest. I think this is Brad's. I'm. I yeah. hope I forget who I gave it to, but I don't think I gave it to Brad. There's a little bit of a nah. there's a little bit of a seed right there. Um, I really liked it. I think, yeah, he had a good year. I think he'll win. I think he will win for Brad Astro. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have to see that. It's Brad good. Astra. It's really that good. and Parasite were the two things. Like I just like bought two movies. I had to get a new phone case, and I was like at Best Buy, and I was like, do do Let me just look at the movies. And then <laughs> grab Brad Astra and uh, Parasite. But I liked Ad Astra. I really like more than I feel like I should. It's it's like it does like um, Terrence Malicky kind of shit. And then it's like, by the way, here's a goofy set piece where it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing both? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I can see why people didn't like it, but it's this nice slow burn. It's uh, it was also really nice to see at the end of the summer because the summer was just so overstuffed. Yeah. It was like September nice. or August. Mm. And I was like, this was this was nice. This was like a big nice... year for Brad. Look yeah, at the big cool. year on Brad. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to roll right into actress in a supporting role. We got Kathy Bates for some fucking Clint Eastwood propaganda movie. We got Scar Joe for <laughs> Scar Jojo Rabbit. We got Margot Robbie for Bombshell, a movie uh, that may or may not exist. Then we got <laughs> we got Florence Pugh for literally all of 2019. And then we got somebody who's near and dear to Sean's heart. Because, Tom, we're going to give you a Dern talking to right now. It's Laura Dern. Laura Dern, baby. Laura Dern I think, uh, is, is so good in Little Women. Sean, no, Sean, I'm giving you a Dern talking to. She's the mom in Little Women. She's oh, fucking great. What a year she's having, huh? Yeah. yeah. Andrew, you need to see Marriage Story because she's going to win her first Oscar what? for it. Is yeah. she? I, haven't, yes. I might watch that tonight. I don't know. It depend, depends on time. Dude, I think she's the shoe in to win supporting actress for Marriage Story. Wow, I she was she was excellent, dude. She is like I th- terrifying. You hate her, and but you love her because it's Laura Dern. It's like it's pretty awesome. It's another one all Dern talking to. It's like a as a. She gives a lot of Dern talking. Oh my god, you guys, you guys flipped this whole fucking segment on me right now. Oh my god, I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't even know she was in oh, it yeah. to be honest until like I saw yeah. the list. I really gotta watch Marriage Story. I'm giving it to Florence. Really? Florence Pugh in Little Women is so fucking good. She wow. she handles her character, but it's not just for that. It's also for Midsummer. It's like she's she's oh, had dude, a fucking year. She is this 2019 is her entire fucking year. Like she's not just getting it for this. She's getting it for Midsummer in my book, but Little Women in particular. Like she's kind of like Sansa. She's like the Sansa of the family. Like, she starts yeah. out, and she literally wants to be, like, a pretty, pretty princess. And, like, you see her 
grow and mature the most and she kind of like goes off on her own and like like there's so much that she does she has this one monologue about like marriage in um that time where it's like basically delivered like right to camera but it is just fucking brutal it is so good wow she's yeah i don't know i really like florence Pugh. dude i've heard kind of going back to adapted screenplay i haven't seen little women but something that i heard about little women that makes this adaption so good is that it's the first one that does her character justice like apparently her character is always painted as uh I guess, for lack of a better term, bitch. And in this one, they kind of make her more complex and you see her side of it. And that's why mm-hmm. it's like such a big step for her. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting. That makes me really want to Florence see Florence Pugh and <laughs> Sasha Ronan uh, are basically the two leads. Like Emma Watson probably has the at times the least to do, but she like inhabits the role with like just her presence and just kind of the look and the way she carries herself. You know like her whole fucking deal and then the youngest sister is just like supposed to be kind of like the pure one but Sarsha Ronan and Florence Pugh are so fucking good in, in that movie like no oh, man darn and then their dad when their dad shows up <laughs> yeah don't say who the dad Fuck, is you're literally gonna be that motherfucker there's a scene when you see the movie there's a scene where that motherfucker's just enjoying dessert and I've never seen someone enjoy a dessert the, quite the way this motherfucker does <laughs> I fucking can't. I somebody told me before I saw the movie, and then I was like, maybe they were talking about something else. And then he fucking showed up, and I was like, get the fuck out of here, because um, it, then it's him and Dern as the couple, and I'm just like, what an insane power couple. But anyway, um, I feel like Kathy Bates and Margot Robbie are like happy to be there. ScarJo seems that way. ScarJo for Jojo Rabbit is so good. She was great. Like. Uh, out of nowhere, but yeah, I mean, also her year, she had a great year too. Yeah. Two noms, yeah. two nominations, mm-hmm. and she was in Avengers Endgame. So like, yeah, that's pretty hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Scar- Speaking uh, of ScarJo, I watched Under the Skin for the first time last never night. Never seen it. Wild. Yeah. It's uh, it's. We'll talk about that at a different time. That movie was pretty out yeah, there. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's been on my list for a while. Is that streaming anywhere yeah. or? Uh, yes, it's on Netflix. Ooh. Yeah, that's where I watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah. I'm gonna watch that soon. Um, well then, boys, we'll see. Pew v. Dern. Dawn of... D... <laughs> Dawn of women. I don't know. <laughs> Dawn of women. <laughs> Moving on to actor in a supporting role. We got Brad Astra in Once Upon a Time in... Dot, 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 Hollywood? We got... Al Pacino for The Irishman. We got CGI Gremlin Joe Pesci in The Irishman. We got Hopkins for Two Popes. We got Tom Hank for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Look at that bearded Tom Hank. Who's who's the lead in that movie? I thought it was him. Is the reporter? I guess. I don't know. Uh, I think it's I think it's Brad's to lose personally. I could see Pesci or Pacino sneaking in, or even Hopkins. Yeah. Um, Dude, I thought this whole time of when Irishman first came out and Hollywood was already out, I always thought that it was Pesci's to lose. I was like, oh, Pesci's gonna just come back to acting and win a fucking Oscar again. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. But it seems like it's Brad's. Like, yeah, he's he got the Screen just, Actors Guild. Yeah. He's got the Golden Globe. So, well, I went Pacino. I don't know. <laughs> I went Pacino, dude. 
He he might, man. I could see it being between the three of them with Hopkins being like the sleeper. Hopkins and Hanks, I just Another really stacked category, but this one's all just like whereas supporting actress has a Florence Pugh where it's like her kind of coming out party, whatever. Like these are all these like are... experienced these are... heavyweights. These are maybe all the Yeah, all no. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> have them all have they all won Oscars except for Pitt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Hawkins, Hanks, Pacino, and Pesci. Pesci yeah, right? Pesci yeah. got it Brad for um, one that has one. for Goodfellas. No, it was for Lethal Weapon three. <laughs> <laughs> for Home Alone two. Speaking of Lethal Weapon, they're doing a Lethal Weapon, which five. is they. I thought Sonny yeah. made it, so that's not allowed. Like <laughs> <laughs> they got to go to seven. Rob Malcolm uh, tweeted the other day. He's like, "This has already been yeah. done." And he said, "Like we got it covered. <laughs> Don't worry." The Mythic Quest already has a season two. Oh. Oh, I hope that's good. The trailer yeah. didn't. I hope it is too. The trailer didn't inspire too much, but it's him and uh, Cricket. I think were like the main like writers. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I trust that. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. Too. Yeah, um, I don't. Brad is so good in Once Upon a Time. I just, I, for some reason, I was just like Pacino. Maybe it's just because I saw it more recently. But Pacino and Irishman is just so funny. The fact that he's Jimmy Hoffa. It's like Al Pacino. It's just. Well, you, you love him and you want to see him succeed, but then really by the end of the movie, you're like, I kind of get why this guy's got to go. Like he, <laughs> it's and true. As, he's like King Lear, and it's like he's it like tragic. dawns on him too by like that that time, and then by the time they like kill him, he's already like old, and it's just like, oh, it doesn't even matter. Like it's, I don't know, it's good. I yeah, I Pacino was my favorite part of the Irishman. So I I don't, I don't know. It's probably gonna be Brad. <laughs> I'm probably gonna be way wrong. <laughs> I'm locking in Brad Astra. Is it uh best actress? Who's whose year is it? Who's your who's your pick? So you got uh Cynthia Irvino for Harriet, Scarjo for Marriage Story, Sarsha Ronan, Little Women, Charlize Theron Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. I gave it to Sarsha Ronan. Wow. I fucking loved Little Women, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I also filled this out like 20 minutes probably after I saw it. Maybe an hour later. <laughs> I've only seen Ma- Marriage Story out of these, so I'm going ScarJo, who was excellent in Marriage yeah. Story. Uh, she was heartbreaking, but it seems like... I've heard Renee Zellweger seems to have... Which I've only seen her in Shark Tale. Um, I just, I, so I guess you I haven't seen Jerry even Maguire, seen bro. Oh, and Jerry Maguire. Okay. Uh, yeah. Fucking uh, <laughs> Cold Mountain, bro. Speaking of Will Smith, uh, Shark Tale... <laughs> Um, motherfucking. Oh, she has Chicago uh, too. Me, myself, and Irene. Motherfucking Chicago. Uh, <laughs> oh, Renee. All of the Bridget Jones franchise. Aren't there three of those now? Diary, oh, she's in B movie too. Something else and something yeah. else. I don't know. I don't know. Sasha Ronan's so fucking good in Little Women. Like, yeah, she she's handling a lot and like I don't know. I th- I just she's great. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go with ScarJo. It just seems like she's the favorite, or I mean, even Renee because she won uh, the Golden Globe. She seems to be the favorite. Yeah, Renee. interesting. Yeah, Judy, a movie uh, I feel like I don't know if anyone's talked about. Like I feel like I, you know. I think the only reason why they made it was for her to get a nomination. Interesting. I think they kind of achieved that. I guess I haven't seen it, but that's just kind of the vibe I got yeah. from it, especially because it didn't get anything yeah. else. I, I also um, heard Harriet's like an insane movie. Like I somebody told somebody saw it and they said that like really? magic it comes into play and I was just like, What? <laughs> my my one friend said it was terrible. Yeah, I've heard I've heard rough know. things, but I don't know. Yeah. Main performance. Um I'm hoping it's good. Actor is uh, is it Joaquin's 
I think it is. He's got it locked I down. just threw it to Driver, though. Cause I would like my to heart see wants Adam Driver, yeah. but my head thinks well, my heart wants Jonathan Price, story. and I don't know what the two popes is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just two, two popes. I just it's about not, not to be slept on is Antonio Barris, Banderas just casually chilling yeah. there. God, <laughs> I don't know where. I've never even heard of this movie. I know. It's supposed, to be, it's just funny. supposed to be great. Banderas is good. Yeah, yeah. Leo was it's pretty cool. Leo, Leo was great. It wasn't his best. I don't know the. It, I yeah he the more I watch it the more I like him in it like I'm more, I pick up on like subtle shit yeah. you know oh the the um, the four whiskey sours or six whiskey whatever the number is whiskey sour scene is like my favorite fucking thing in that movie like that's yeah. that for yeah. that shit right and then he has to get right back to work he's like awesome I and then well because it's great too and I it's it's all improv and then also which is like very anti-Tarantino which I thought was interesting they kind of like went away from that a little bit and then uh, when he like walks back to set it's like the hero like coming to like in a western, it's a like western coming to yeah, stop the bad guy back, yeah. it's like he has like that hero shot of him like walking out of the trailer and the music's kind of playing it's fucking great it's so good he um when I first saw Once Upon a Time it was all Cliff Booth Brad Astra like he's just clearly the MVP of the movie I think yeah. but when you go back and see it like and hear Tarantino talk about it too like I think Tarantino sees himself in Rick Leo's character mm-hmm. I think like that's like Tarantino in from a writing standpoint and I don't know Leo is very good in that film because he does have to bounce around as you know he's acting as Rick you know acting in a TV show and then he has to act as Rick you know, when he's not acting, I guess. And yeah. he has, like, the little stutter, and he's got a drinking problem. Leo's good, yeah. but I don't think he'll win. Yeah. No. Especially, like... I think it's kind of sick that he could just take four years off and then do another movie and get nominated again. Yeah, this is like, his last movie since The Revenant, right? Yeah. Like, that would, that would ruin most people's careers, like, taking four years off. Yeah. He, he, well, he must have started off. shooting Once Upon a Time how long after... Three. Probably like 2017, yeah. yeah 20, 2018. Maybe 2018. They were shooting in 2018 because I remember like oh, really? doing shit for work and having to like go around because they were fucking shooting it down the street. Um, uh, yeah, so. it's probably Joaquin. I just gave it to Driver just because I was just like I assume he's great. I would love for him. To I really work. like Adam Driver. I would love him. Similar to Florence Pugh, I was just like ah, I feel like Driver's just like he's he's there. I just. But then it's like Joaquin just his performance elevates such trash that it's like uh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, seriously though, it's just funny though too because as excellent as Joaquin Phoenix is in this movie, if you've seen The Master, you can kind of just see that his jo- Arthur Fleck is pretty much Freddie Quill, but just a little bit more like down down the road. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's very much cut from the same cloth, and The Master is easily his best career performance in my opinion, mm-hmm. and it's just. Why did he win for that? It's like, why does it take him to be Joker to have to... Yeah. To, I don't know. To win it. He's never won an Oscar. So it's wild. just... I don't know. He's so... Yeah. Uh, he's just one of those dudes who just, like, physically, I can just he's watch. He's better than Joker. Yes. You know? It's just like... Yeah. 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 It's cool they did it, but... I don't know. <laughs> that's a, Tom, that's a great pull quote <laughs> for the poster. It's just him on the stairs being like... And they're just... It's cool they did it, dot, 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 but I don't know, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> That's our favorite. <laughs> yeah, I want to make. I, we should. It's we great that he did it. I'm writing that down. <laughs> That's our pull quote meme for the episode. 
and then and then when that wins a bunch of shit next Sunday, uh, Sean, we just got to post that like a bunch of times. It's great that they did it, but I don't know. Um, Um, I'm just moving right into directing because I think we're all in agree. Like I I just wanted to give it to anything not Joaquin, just because I'm like smoke the bong. Speaking of, we're in directing now. You got Bong Juno for Parasite. You got Sammy Mendez for 1917. You got Todd Phillips, the director of Due Date for Joker. You got Marty Scorsese for The Irishman. You got Quentin Tarantino, a big crescent moon powered by cocaine for <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And you don't got Greta Gerwig, which is pretty fucking insane. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. I gasped during a marriage proposal scene, and that's just not my vibe, guys. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Because I didn't know how it was going to go. I was just like, like, I fucking loved Little Women. Riveting. That's awesome. I'll probably watch it tonight or tomorrow, honestly. Oh. We're doing Cat's Rowdy screening tomorrow, by the way. We're going to have to have a follow-up episode. That's an emergency app, and <laughs> strap in. I'm, I'm going to let you know there's a scene that happens maybe halfway through that I think is the scene that lets you just kind of get comfortable with it. It's just kind of like, here's a sequence for that goes on for a little while, but it's like the first... 30 minutes are so fucking jarring and insane that it takes till like finally there's a long dance sequence and that dance sequence I think is truly actually cool I think it's good uh, and then it's I think it's like from that point on it's like alright I think I'm in this I don't know but <laughs> if you bring any anything in with you during the movie if you have any like booze or anything just really like you're gonna need to go in on it once uh, they once you see Rebel Wilson because the Rebel Wilson shit is indescribable, <laughs> indescribable what happens during her number. So I'm so excited, Tom. I've All Tom. Right. I've seen it twice in theaters. <laughs> what? Oh I saw God. it. Well, we're going to Alamo Draft House, so we're gonna be able to. We're gonna get some beers, and it's gonna be great. Oof. You're gonna want to make sure you're at least like a drink or so in by the Rebel Wilson thing, which is maybe like 15, 20 minutes in. But the uh, it's like the third song, and it's like so fucking crazy. The I saw it once with a bunch of friends, uh, and it was insane. And then I saw it on a date because uh, my uh, the, my friend who I've been seeing. Uh, my person uh she wasn't around to go during that first screening and then the whole time i was just like oh my god she needs to see this she screamed we walked in as the movie had started uh and she told me she hadn't even seen a trailer yet and i went oh so no oh no i asked her several times if she needed to like tag tap out i was like if we gotta go (laughs) do you need to leave she she, one of the numbers ends and she literally screamed (laughs) because <laughs> she couldn't fucking have it. she loved it though uh yeah no she loved oh it oh my god i can't Just wait seeing ian mckellen like lick his wrist and, yeah. ian mckellen <laughs> i truly think him and judy dench walk away from this i think sparkling i think they walk away from this sparkling clean i think ian mckellen's great you're saying oh ju- i'm gonna tell you something that happens and you're not gonna be prepared for it yeah, he's gonna lick his hand. He does the most cat-like shit, honestly. Like, he, like, scratches his face against, like, a post and stuff, and he, like, laps out of a bowl. I think he's, like, the only one who does. <laughs> but, uh, at one point, there's a bunch of cats uh, that are, like, just kind of, like, going into a space, and he just goes, yum, 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 yum. <laughs> and 
<laughs> you're not going to be prepared even though you know that's happening. You're going to see it so and you're going to go, oh boy. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, shit. I can't I wait. I loved it, obviously. Um, uh, Alright, director yeah, though. Best Tom director, Hooper. who's our picks? Uh, for <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta give it to Bong. That movie is stepping yeah, into... Yeah, I'm, s- I'm smoking, smoking to Bong. Bong. Going with Bong. That's stepping into a fucking clock. You, you're, he is in control of every fucking element. Performance. No one outshines anyone else. There's... You don't know where it's gonna go. He makes tonal and like... Uh, genre shifts and you don't even realize it's happened like it, it and then the end the end is so devastating where it like gives you this hopeful story where he's like yeah this is he's gonna go do it he's gonna go get enough money to get his parents and the rest of his family out of that basement and then they show you a scene where it's like oh my god he bought the house and then it fades to reality and you realize that it's never probably going to fucking happen and it's devastating and hopeful all at the same time and it's just like mm-hmm. make you think about how people use their wealth what if they use it first their family or just for them it's, God. yeah if it's bong uh, that movie yep incredible yeah. incredible, incredible. Um, but that's director though in general as a category is just so it's stacked it's yeah. another one that's just, you know, Todd Phillips. No, I'm kidding. But, um, yeah. <laughs> if he wins, I'm fucking No, I'll be fierce. He'll, he'll probably just, he'll just, whatever. He directed Due Date. I fucking hate Due Date so much. <laughs> I remember, we've talked about this, I think, on the pod, but we saw that at Fairfield. Tom, I can't remember if you went with, but we saw that at one of the Fairfield screenings when they were doing it in the one um, dorm. And it was like me, Andres, and Devin went, and I just remember all three of us fucking hated it. We were all mad while watching it, and that's... I'll ever think about with Todd. I forget where I saw a due date, but I have I seen it. I think I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I think I saw it in theaters. I too. just remember I Zach Galifianakis reveals that he like fucked up Robert Downey Jr.'s trip, like he like got rid of his plane ticket or something, and somebody in the front row gasped, and I'm still mad about it. That was like <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> he's just—he's Alan from The Hangover in that movie. It's just—I don't know. Yeah, that was like right off The Hangover, so that's why I think everyone went and saw it because it was like the height of Galifianakis mm-hmm. and Downey just on Iron Man. So Downey's career is insane. Apparently, and Tropic. Real Thunder. quick, quick do little tangent. You guys have you guys heard the end of that movie? Is him pulling bagpipes out of a dragon's asshole, and then the dragon farts yeah. all over him? Yeah. No. What? And then yeah. that was his idea. And apparently, it was his yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was like everyone was like, should we should we go make sure Robert Tang Jr.'s like not back on the pipe again? Like Yeah. Maybe I should see Doolittle. Um speaking of best picture, Ford v. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Gang, what you got? I feel like the sleeper hit is probably going to be a little... I think it's going to be Little Women. Wow. I can see that winning. I'm going Hollywood. I think this is Quentin's best picture. I'm moment. I'm going Parasite because it's by a mile the best movie of the year. You think it's going it to win foreign and... I hope it does. That'd be kind of sick. Has anyone done that? It was supposed to be Roma last year. I mean, everyone was saying, like, hmm. oh, like Roma's going to win foreign film and best picture. It's going to be the first one, and then it didn't happen, so it's like... It's, I don't think it's ever happened before. Interesting. Or, okay. I, or maybe, I don't know if Roma was going to be the first one, but it might have I never been. got around to, to watching Roma. 
Neither did I, actually. D- different conversation. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, no, it's, Roma's great, but it's, I mean, you could say it's pretentious, but mm. I don't know. I, Anyways, Parasite, I would love if it won Best Picture, yeah. though. I think that would be dope. I, yeah, my, my pull quote for it was, Parasite's the best year movie I saw all year by a mile, and I had seen Gemini Man earlier that week. So that was like, but (laughs) Parasite has like literally affected the way that I've like seen the world at times. Like I was just in Abu Dhabi in Dubai. The first week I was there, every fucking bathroom had a bathroom attendant in it. The service industry there is like insane where you're seeing the the lives of the extreme rich and then the people who like have to serve them just on like a day-to-day basis with just their jobs or... I don't. I didn't do any real research into this. Apparently, maybe slave labor. I don't know. I, apparently, it's not cool over there. Uh, but it was a thing where I was like, I kept literally fucking thinking about this movie while I was just like in Dubai, where I was just like, oh, these people are so fucking rich. And then there's like a man, like I, there's just people in every fucking bathroom I've seen. And I'm just like, do do you have to be here the whole time? Like, I don't. I don't. There's like, yeah. Just wow. thinking about like the. It's like a, maybe a, I maybe sound like an asshole by saying that, but like I, I don't know. There's just shit in that movie that's just like seeing those just differences in just like people's lives and everything. I I, I think the 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 getting the garden party sequence in Parasite is one of the best sequences of any movie of all time. With the family dealing with the fallout of the rainstorm and the shit coming out of their toilet, with the other family getting their garden party together, is insane it is the fucking best seat that is the really the is. thesis of the movie in that sequence it's so fucking good oh it is anyway yeah uh it's my- andrew do you think uh 1917 could win best picture i feel like that's kind of the predicted one i don't know maybe that's I, wrong but. i could see it i just don't i feel like i saw it at a bad time and i really wanted to see it in imax but uh, 1917 just i don't know what it had to say like, I don't know what it said about war that was any different than anything I'd seen. I, th- I think it's just more interesting about, like, the differences in, like, communication and, like, the mission itself. I, there wasn't anything that felt like it was, like, a... It just didn't feel like... I'll be right back. It, it was, like, a movie about, like, also, like, getting home, which I was, like, Dunkirk, I feel like, did better. It was Dun- Dunkirk's right. whole, like, point. I don't know. I don't know. I could... Sean just walked away. But the uh, 1917, I just feel like... it. it it just didn't blow me away. It's it's very good, but I wasn't like that's for sure. That's like a clear best picture. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm weird like that. What about um? I gotta see it. Yeah. What about like Marriage Story? I should I? How long is Marriage Story? I know that's a dumb question, but it's probably like two hours, two hours and ten. I, I think can maybe. fit that in tonight. Post. I'm probably not gonna watch the whole Super Bowl, so I'm like probably. probably squeeze it. <laughs> Who needs it anyway? Yeah. Um. No, you should watch it though. It's it's uh, it's great, man. I mean, good performances. It's surprisingly shot very well um, as well, which you, I feel like you don't really think of with like domestic dramas like that, I guess. But yeah. it had a visual style that was worked for it. The only other Noah Baumbach film I had seen was Meyerwood Stories, mm. um, but, uh, but it was really good. Adam Driver and ScarJo kill it, and the supporting roles of the lawyers, Laura Dern, Ray Liotta. It's good, and it, one of the, one of the better child performances I've seen too. I don't know the name of the kid in the movie. But Jacob Tremblay. He's good. No, 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 I don't give a shit. <laughs> Let's dunk on Tremblay boys now. Uh, 
That was a segment for my other podcast. We did an episode on the book of Henry, and I wanted to do a segment where we just dunk on Jacob Tremblay and make fun of him. And no one wanted to pile on Jacob Tremblay. It's very disappointing. Oh, man. Then I saw Dr. Sleep, and then that movie really dunks on him, and I was like, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, man. Um... All right, so yeah. do you want to do the decade? Best of the decade? Yeah, we're going to do a... Uh, sure. I went and... I don't know. I don't know. How do you guys want to do this? I don't have, like, an official, like... Because we were talking... Sean and I were talking... Why don't we say our top three oh, of the geez, decade? Jeez, Louise. I don't, fuck, I don't know. Oh, is that too hard? Oh, shit. Yeah. I just say them all and then fucking see if... Uh, I feel like... What I was thinking was maybe just like kind of going through lists and then just kind of being like, this is why I think that. Because that's my list is like longish. It's like more than 10 for sure. But I got like weird stuff on here for like specific reasons. And I'm like, I don't know. Same. I was making a list of my favorites and then it somehow gradually broke into just more so a general. These films came out this decade and it's pretty wild that it's been this long since they have even come yeah. out. I mean, a lot of directors just had a great de- decade, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Nolan. Fincher mm-hmm. had a great decade. Fincher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a bunch of people coming into their own. Like, Edgar Wright, I couldn't pick. Like, I, I had Edgar Wright, Bong, Ari Aster, Lord and Miller, and then Ryan Johnson, because I was like, out of all those dudes, I like, Edgar Wright, I was like, I can't pick one. I can't pick World's End over, like, Baby Driver. And that's Maybe that's just me, but I don't know. He's fucking great. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, speaking of which, that's uh, that's on my list. Baby Driver, yeah. BD, um, Gone Girl, Ooh, Interstellar. Interesting. I wouldn't. I put my Nolan pick was Dunkirk because I felt Dunkirk combined everything he's ever kind of worked on. Like that to me felt like him, like as focused. But everything mm. he had done before, he wouldn't have been able to pull that off had he not done Interstellar, the Batman movies, uh, Inception, mm. and everything. Yeah, if he hadn't done those big action movies and that big ambitious space movie with all the aerial stuff, like he never would have been able to do Dunkirk. I don't know. His his career is very like additive. Mm-hmm. I think like he definitely builds on his previous work. I think for mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I have the Social Network on mine. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's, and- pretty wild that it's been 10 years mm-hmm. since it came that out. was on mine as well um i <laughs> whiplash whiplash i was really close to putting on because i was thinking about the the cheese man damien chazelle a lot mm. um i i, I it didn't make the cut for me i was very that was really close for that one uh fury road had to throw on that's on mine yeah. i have parasite and snowpiercer and basically everything bong did blade runner 2049 mm-hmm. i have also on yes I, that's up there for me specifically well. just because i was thinking about like trends and like genres and stuff i feel like blade runner 2049 is like the best of like the legacy sequels like that's mm-hmm. it it preserves ambiguity it's visually it's visually like incredible but it's also like it it looks and is its own thing where even like the different interpretations you have of the original movie depending what cut you watch it still can be a sequel to all of those like it, it is it's a movie that starts setting up a big final battle like revolution in its third act and then it just doesn't do it like there's so much shit in there that's like so good where it's like it, it shouldn't work but it does i, I don't know it's brilliant yeah. man that movie mm-hmm. blew me away yeah. those I, both are on my list i have hereditary up there as well for I, me that's in my top couple of i films. have hereditary slash midsummer slash babadook which is kind of weird but 
haven't seen Babadook, actually. I, Babadook's great. All three of them are all kind of, like, the horror of, like, trauma and, like, inherited trauma. They all... They, they're... Like, Hereditary was my favorite movie of, uh, I guess, when that come out? 2018? Um, 2018, Because yeah. I've never seen, been so terrified watching a movie. Midsummer is fucking wild, and I need to... I've only seen it once, and you really need to watch it a second time, but it's, like... The fact that it exists is incredible. Uh, I know. It's insane. It, I want to see the director's cut of it. Yeah. That's that's why I haven't <laughs> seen it a second time, because, like, that's not available, and I'm assuming they're going to wait for, like, a special Criterion release or something like that, but... Mm. Babadook is also a first-time uh, female director who just fucking knocked it out of the park. Babadook is like, cra- it's so good. Yeah, I gotta check that out. I haven't seen it still. Yeah. Um, other ones. Uh, I was thinking about actors that I've really liked this past hmm. decade. Uh, Sam Rockwell got two Sam Rockwell movies Ooh. on here. Uh, way way back in Seven Psychopaths. Oh, good picks. Nice. I really wanted to get some Marty McDonough on here. Yeah, I fucking love Sam Rockwell. The way way back is real good. The water park. The mm-hmm. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Man, he's mm-hmm. so fucking good. So I didn't really have that many comedies this decade. So I was like, I feel like I should put some more comedies. I here. my com because I was thinking about that. I have what we do in the shadows because what we do in the shadows. Oh, is yeah. incredible. Um, and then I have. Something that came out in 2010, it's MacGruber. Uh, <laughs> MacGruber also fits on this list in terms of, like, I was thinking about stuff that I saw and would just kind of be like, I need to show you this. MacGruber fits into that. Also, I had Googled, mm-hmm. after I put MacGruber on here, I, I Googled a list of the best, like, comedies of the decade, and it was number one on there. And then I went on Amazon and I bought the digital version of it. So I was like, why don't I have this yet? I want to watch MacGruber right now. <laughs> um <laughs> I think I told you that, didn't I? I was like, MacGruber's number one on this you one did. list yeah, that's... of best comedies. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I fucking love that it's, movie. It's, so it's everything you want from a comedy, because it, it's one where it's like, I just think about it, and I'm like, fuck, that's good. Because then, like, there's a couple of, like, I want, I was like, Popstar I want to put on here, but I've only seen it once, where I'm like, that's, but that's just, like, my fault. Like, Popstar is amazing, and I'm, but I don't know, MacGruber is like, MacGruber, MacGruber's 2010, it's got to go on there. So was mm-hmm. so was mm-hmm. Toy Story three, which was my Pixar pick. I knew I was gonna get a Pixar pick in there, but oh yeah, yeah Toy Story three. I think the only other uh, ones I haven't said on my ten were Holly. Once upon a time in Hollywood, fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking uh, Last Jedi. Yep. Yeah, and a uh, little bit of a sentimental one, Man of Steel. Interesting. Love it. Something that shouldn't be slept on for the 2010s, and I just want this moment to acknowledge it, is the Caesar Planet of the Apes trilogy. Mm. I think it's the most underrated trilogy ever. <laughs> I am so... It came, all came out this Wait, day. wait, wait. Sean, you've never seen these, right? This is... I've seen oh, them I thought this had come up before. Tom, I fucking love those movies. I have... La- Dude, they're amazing. So, on my list, I have a couple that are, like, the slashes. So, I have, like, Parasites slash Snowpiercer, because they're very thematically linked as well. I weirdly have... I'm going to get back to the War for the Planet of the Apes and stuff. Um, I have Avengers slash Endgame slash Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part 2, because that came out in 2011. Those, to me, are all what every franchise has been striving for. And those are the three mm-hmm. that have, like, perfected it. And, like, you... 
those are the ones I think that have defined like huge kind of franchise movies over the last like decade, like more than anything else. I didn't, I couldn't pick any one Marvel movie. I was like, I gotta go Avengers one and then Endgame because like you can't have one without the other, and like the fact either of them even exist is fucking crazy. Um, yeah, but I have weirdly this is my slash the last Jedi slash specifically War for the Planet of the Apes. Because those are both movies that are just trying everything they can to be films. War for the Planet of the Apes is, it's a Western biblical epic in the director's own words. And if you watch it as such, it, it, it is. It's an Exodus story, and at the end of the movie, it's about a tribe of just sentient creatures that are going to inherit now like a dead world. But it's also a story where it's like the beats of it, if it were to be vocally passed down from people, it would you can see how it like would become an elevated story. Like there's things that are clear acts of God, like in the, in the story, the the avalanche wipes away, like all the people at the end, there's, it's a movie called war for the planet of the apes. And when the war happens, it's just in the background of what's going on. They are, it's, it's centered on the characters trying to get out of there. And you, you see all the shooting and all the destruction and stuff as the characters are like running past that. It never glorifies it. It's, it's a fucking it's wild dawn is the same way i yeah yeah dude it's crazy man fucking uh steve's on dawn is very much a standalone movie i feel like and Mm um i don't know and like kind of following off of the epic biblical thematic you know scope of war specifically if you take the whole trilogy andy circus played caesar from when he was a baby until he died Mm -hmm. and it's just i i i am I thought I was going to have to defend that one more. I am so fucking glad you brought that up. I, Dude, I don't know why they're not talked about more. They are slept on by the general public. It's I'm, wild. When we were talking about that, I think, Sean, we talked about how Matt Reeves should be taking over Batman before. And then when it happened, I was just like, this is fucking great. He's going to make... Mm-hmm. He's going to walk that line. Because Dawn is a movie that is like... It's like weird like Nazi metaphors. There's There's like a lot about how like... I, Dawn is such a good fucking movie, and it's like also it's like a film, but it's also like yeah, we're gonna have a monkey with two machine guns on a horse shoot at people. And it's like that's <laughs> fucking rules. Yeah. I know it, it is bad. Like there is a many there are many moments of just badassery in those movies as well, and that being one yeah. of them. <laughs> the scene where Koba uh, pretends to be just like a like a monkey who's just like and he's just doing like goofy shit yeah. just to like play those two dudes, and he just murders them is awesome like there's <laughs> it's sad damn, it's so fucking good um i'm excited for the batman dude yeah fucking, I, I hope we they started shooting we're getting we're gonna get a reveal soon i think we're gonna get a what if we get reveal. a super bowl commercial that's like something about bruce wayne and then they just show like the suit or something like, i don't fucking know or like it's like a wayne mm-hmm. advertisement yeah and, like they don't show any batman shit it's just like yeah you know, i don't know One of, yeah we might we're probably gonna get some sort of reveal not necessarily just for the batman but i mean i don't know if we'll get the batman but super bowl being today we have potential for yeah some do, we have, trailers any, do we have any trailers or anything uh, the f- i am hoping Fast for Furious. many saints of newark the sopranos prequel film oh. i'm hoping that there might be some sort of thing about that but i can see that yeah. we got the first irishman teaser at the super bowl like two years ago i think or last yeah, year yeah it was like the bullets or whatever yeah, yeah. it was so Bang. weird it wasn't even anything it literally just said De Niro, Pacino, Pesci, and the 
bullet was like falling and it was always the eye in their name and then it just said the Irishman oh, yeah. the eye for that. It year. was no Cloverfield Paradox but, anyway. reveal. Which... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was another one. Yeah, that's on my go. list. Um, um, I could see them doing like a Marvel show, like a Disney Plus show. I don't reveal. think anything's like ready for that. I think everything's like still very much shooting. I feel That's like true. I think we know so- like Sonic, Black Widow, and Fast. Can I talk about the Fast and Furious trailer? Because it- please praise me for my strength and restraint for not talking about yeah. it yet. We'll, we'll indulge it. We'll indulge Quick it. tangent. So I was out on a work trip for like a little over two weeks, and then when I came back in the office Friday, we had a whole meeting. We have a Slack channel that's literally about trailers. And before the meeting, I was literally just typing in there. I was like, guys, don't forget, Fast and Furious Nine trailer gets revealed today. And one of one of the other uh, one of my other coworkers came in. And he was like, "Look at this! You're still sitting there working. Everyone else is getting ready to go to the meeting." I was just like, "Oh, I'm just letting everyone know that the Fast and Furious trailer drops later." Uh, and then I eventually watched the trailer, and it shows you the entire fucking movie for Fast and Furious Nine. It's a four minute trailer, and that's their first Jesus. reveal. John Cena's in it. He's Vin Diesel's brother. He's Jacob Toretto. And also, there's going to be rocket cars. And also, uh, Charlize Theron is in it. And she's kind of like a Hannibal Lecter. Uh, And they're going to do some jungle shit. And uh, they reveal, like, a couple other things. Han is back. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why'd you show me everything? So I was like... Uh, also another great decade for Charlize Theron, Mad Max, oh my God. Long Shot, yeah. Fast and Furious, uh, Bombshell. Was that one, oh fuck, what was that movie she was in where she's a mom and they get to live in babysitter? It's really good. That's her name. I, I want to say Trudy. It's not called Trudy. I can't fucking remember. She's in a movie. It's her and Mackenzie Davis. I can't fucking remember. It's really, really good. Anyway, Charlize Theron can literally do anything. It was what yeah, I was she's gonna round out and say. Yeah, no, I, Super um, Bowl though. I don't know if we're gonna see too too much. I hope. Apparently, they're not doing as much this year. People aren't showing up the most. Oh really? I would want to see a Kong versus Godzilla thing, but that's just because I'm gonna see something dumb. <laughs> like well, it's like my big dumb um, movie. I'm excited for this year. Uh, I have Wonder Woman eighty four maybe maybe an eighty four spot probably Birds of Prey because that's coming out real soon. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Other movies I got on my list. Um, I'm gonna go through mine. I have the Lego Movie slash Into the Spider Verse because you can't have one without the other, mm. and they're both things that shouldn't work and visually are like incredible. Fury Road, Midsummer, Hereditary, Blade Runner, The Avengers. I have Tree of Life because that was 2011. Um, I have Gravity because I was thinking about like movies to see in theaters, and I'm pretty sure I saw that three times and then never again. Like all in theaters, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'll never see that again. But that's Curion and like using the tech. Like that is an IMAX 3D movie that was like that defined those for like the decade. I have Anomalisa because I think that movie is very very good. Eighth Grade is fucking incredible. Mm, I love Eighth yeah, Grade. I sh- screamed so much at the screen while I was watching that. I was just like, Oh no! Oh, no, oh, sweetie, no! <laughs> uh, eighth Grade and Booksmart are kind of like mine. Oh, I guess watch like, books. Kind of. Two really the same good. Coin, kinda. It's really good. Uh, Get out, Moonlight, Her. Uh, I have both of the Raid movies because those I think really redefined action movies and also squarely fit in that like you gotta fucking see this thing kind kind of like realm. Shin Godzilla from Japan, which is if you've never seen that, that movie's fucking wild. Yeah, I haven't. I heard that was amazing. Yeah. 
I wanted to scope that out. It's it's um it it's one you kind of got to go in blind. It just doesn't really feel like it almost feels like a documentary, but it doesn't. Like it's right. It's like pretty bare bones sort yeah, of. Yeah, and or... it's mostly about like it's it, the metaphor is clearly like disaster relief, like how a government responds to an ever changing like natural disaster almost is like what it translates to but then there's also shit that feels really dr strange love where in the first 10 minutes of the movie some of the major action is that everybody changes boardrooms three different times and it's fucking crazy where it's just like i guess that's procedure like it, it's it's just them like following procedure and then like dealing with a fucking godzilla it's that probably sounds weird awesome. but like see it it also has a that one scene the scene where godzilla first uses its breath is so terrifying it's mm, ooh, um <laughs> planet of the apes last last jedi because those are both trying to be uh films paddington motherfucking two is how i wrote it uh paddington two is fucking incredible if you i hear that's awesome it's man. a movie i want to watch with my grandma you know yeah <laughs> she would love it wholesome uh yeah. i have they shall not grow old because that was like wild um short term 12 which i don't know if you've ever seen that short term 12 is great and the cast in it is it, it's like brie larson I look, wow that was this decade it was like 2013 that must have been like 20 wow because it kind of it's kind of it's like everyone who then got huge by the end of the decade too they were all like down to who's in that i i, Let's I literally looked it up earlier because i want to talk about it. it's like brie larson yeah. keith stanfield uh rosalita sanchez i think who's in brooklyn 99 I might be wrong with their name. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I know Rami Malek. Is Rami Malek, uh, Caitlin Denver from Booksmart, uh, and I feel like there's like one or two others. Yes, but that's John Gallagher Jr. I believe too. Mm. He's not in too much stuff, but he's in yeah. some. It's more Broadway, I think. Yeah, it Short Term Twelve is also an incredible mo- movie. I, I distinctly remember watching that on like a work trip, where. I had to like post up in a library for whatever reason, and I just like watched that because it was on my tablet, and I just like cried while watching it in a random library because it's fucking amazing. Uh, I got Dunkirk. Uh, I have Mandy as like that is I think the midnight movie of like the like decade. If you've not seen Mandy, Mandy's wild. Um, it's really fucking cool. Then I have MacGruber, which I already said. Then I put my bad movies of the decade because I felt like I had to number one is cats it's it's fucking cats cats epitomizes everything wrong it's it's never not baffling like it's baffling up until the final moments which you know that's what i want you know your boy put jupiter ascending on his bad movies list book of henry and then serenity <laughs> uh, with matthew mcconaughey was pretty fucking insane but that was my shit. yeah i went through a lot i i had that extra like 20 minutes where i was just like doop 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 sorry that was, uh, that was my fault. Yeah, you're good. Uh, it wasn't a dig. Tom, do you have any other honorable <clears throat> mentions? Slash? My favorite movie of the decade is Inside Lewin Davis, because it's one of my favorite movies of all time. So I just I want to mention that. But 2010s, great decade. decade. A lot of great films. Yeah. A lot. Like, a lot more than I remembered. Where I'm, I'm sure that there's a bunch of... I was looking at other lists, and I was like, boy, I got a lot of holes in here, too, with like stuff I've never scene just forgot so much came out too like i was saying to sean before easy a with emma stone came out this decade and that's a great movie movie. and it's just it's just weird to me that it came out in the past yeah i couldn't i couldn't believe social network was within this decade i was like oh fuck social network Mm -hmm. so good also another movie that they can make an awesome sequel to 
Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. Uh, probably an even more interesting sequel. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I just remembered a really dumb tangent. Uh, me and my buddy on our work trip were talking about a Will Ferrell, John C. Riley rowing movie, uh, and how how that how we thought that would be kind of fun. And I said, what we would have to do was that Army Hammer is now five different <laughs> brothers, <laughs> but the CGI is like we do it wrong, like 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 we're just we do it in the way where sometimes people are like I don't know we'll just kind of film it and then throw money at it like basically what they did with Cats. So every CGI Army Hammer just kind of looks fucking crazy. <laughs> I just really I just want to see a boat. It's like the rest of the team. It's like the other team is like all just Army Hammer. One boat is just like five Army Hammers and then like a little tiny Army Hammer is the concept. I just want that real bad. Uh, shit. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, good decade. Oscars are kind of weird this year, but uh, not as much. Gotta do yeah, it. Not as much A24 as I, as I want, but I feel like that's the last couple of years for Oscars, which is weird. Yeah. yeah. Good old A24, buddy. Um, mm. Yeah, man. So, uh, what, what next? Uh, guys, we're on Spotify now. Plug that. Hell yeah. Sean, do we have an email that people can like write in? We also do. Yeah, Sean and Andrew talk about movies at gmail.com. Guys, write in. Did you like our Oscar picks? Did you not like our Oscar picks? Do you think we missed anything from the decade? I don't know. What other Toms should we get on the show? Uh, do we... Do we know any more Toms? Ryan Johnson, if you want to send uh, a Venmo request to Tom, we can send you his Venmo if you email us. Uh, I owe him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, man. And then, yeah, we're on Instagram and all that shit. Rate us and subscribe on fucking Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your shit. Yeah, we five-star men. We're still five-star men. men. Incredible. In fucking incredible i was gonna go check that on itunes but i'm not gonna because i believe you i think i think we're yeah check. i don't know anyway uh thanks man this was this fun is, this was a good was, time tom did you have a good time yeah it was great love being yeah, here man, it was fun tom great talking to you <clears throat> buddy there's dude thanks for having me man i'm honored yeah, dude it was great to have you back because <laughs> also as i was going through my list i think there was a couple movies on there where i think all three of us had seen them too yeah and, there were a few yeah. was, i think the lego movie was the one where i was just like I, oh didn't we see that together? I think we did. That's what I'm trying to say. Where I was like, I'm pretty sure that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. You saw Amazing Spider-Man two together. I know that. <laughs> Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man two <laughs> comes up more than it should, and then we talk about how we saw it with a bunch of people, and it was we all knew it was gonna be bad, but we did it anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're yeah, we're we're still five star men. Um. So yeah. yeah, Sean, I'll talk to you later shit. this week. Maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do cats. We'll, we'll get yeah, emergency app. We'll do uh, yeah. We'll do a cats this week because we're seeing it tomorrow. Yeah, so. it'll it should, it might also basically turn into an Andrew makes the case. <laughs> All right, peace okay. out, guys. Good ass. Peace, dude. Bye. Good times. Bye. All right.